Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. Well, good morning. I have April Martinez, who is out in Rollins, Wyoming, and she completed our mentorship uh, two years ago this week. So it's kind of fun that we are recording this um, on her anniversary of her mentorship. So welcome, April. Well, thank you, Becca. I'm excited to do this. Oh, well, I can't wait to kind of check in. I know the last two years have, I feel like they've just like flown by. Do you feel that way? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, when we were talking about doing a two-year anniversary thing, I mean, I really had to sit and think and go, it's been two years since I opened my office. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. And we have a lot of exciting things to talk about because I know you have changes coming up in your business, and um, but I want to kind of hold that out until the end. Um, I would like to start off, you know, obviously we know you've been open for, you know, two years. This is literally, this was the week two years ago you did your mentorship, but how long have you actually been in natural health? So I opened a natural health business in 2015. So it's been actually, I think in March, it'll be five years. Oh, wow. Congrats. Yeah. I was doing it part-time, um, out of my home, just doing consultations and, then in 2018, I finally got up the courage to quit my job, purchase a building, and open an office full-time. Oh, it's so exciting. I'm, I'm so glad you did that because it's been so fun to kind of watch that, that you know, progression with you and your business. What I'd really like to know as we kind of dive in, we have so many things to cover, is knowing what you know now would you still invest in the mentorship? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, awesome. Um, What do you feel like were some of the biggest benefits? So when when I was sitting down really trying to think about what I got, because I got so much, and just trying to pinpoint some of the things, um, my favorite part was the actual hands-on training. Being able to be there live, Mm. And watching Dan and Craig and Tammy and as they were testing, being able to just stop them and specifically ask a question, why are you doing this? Or, you know, what's the purpose of this? And so that was probably one of the absolute best pieces that I brought home Mm -hmm. from the mentorship. But also I was just kind of thinking and I was like, you know, it was really good for me to watch the communication 
from practitioner to the client or from the front desk to the client and seeing how they word things and being able to ask, you know, why, why would you say it in that way and not this way and getting a full understanding. So, you know, I did leave with a lot of communication tools, which you can't really get from an online class or from the practice blueprint book or, you know, even just watching your videos because it's in the moment And Mm -hmm. even when you guys are teaching classes online and doing your Facebook live trainings and they're saying, you know, here's how you can approach this type of situation, but getting to see some of these situations that you guys probably don't think about because they happen so rare. Oh, that's such a great point. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, Yeah, I bring that up all the time because I know that communication is a huge benefit there, but I'm really glad you brought up the benefit of being live in the clinic and witnessing it firsthand because we can share on like an online, you know, video or training. We can say, oh, this is what you would say, but it is an entirely different experience to actually witness it and actually get to see, you know, maybe that dynamic of the back and forth between the client and the clinician or the client and the front desk. So I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, I well, would and even just, even just the tones that they're using. Yep. Yep. You know, that I mean that I've seen Dan go from very friendly to very firm mm-hmm. in his speaking, where he's still respectful, but you know, going to a more firm stance, which I wouldn't see on a video. Correct. Yeah. Or if we were just sharing the verbiage that we were, you know, saying, you're not getting the full picture of actually getting to witness the the full conversation. I would compare it to kind of like um, going to a live concert versus watching it on TV. It's an entirely different experience, even though you're watching and observing the same thing, how you're receiving it is completely different. Would you agree with that? Oh yes, very much so. And that's why I want to really point out, like hearing their tones and their voices changing, how their demeanor changes, um, and then hearing the verbiage yeah, and realizing, you know, we don't always have to be the nice guy, but this is, it, this, in this particular type of situation, this is how I should respond because I would watch the clients respond to the change in the practitioner. Mm-hmm. And then you would see, and I mean, it was amazing to see how very, how it became a priority again. Yeah. Their health became that priority again just by watching how the practitioner responded to that that maybe troublesome client. Yeah, and I kind of want to jump in and just clarify for anybody that's listening that is maybe just getting ready to start their natural health business or they're new in this industry. Um, they may not know exactly what we're talking about. So I just want to touch on that real quick um, because we would love it if we could just tell our clients, this is what you need to do and they just go do it, Right. But sort of my running joke is that we're all like toddlers at the end of the day trying, you know, always testing our limits. And so from a, you know, a clinician or practitioner standpoint, it does take very specific uh, communication patterns to actually ignite um, and position your client to make those necessary changes because it's not always an easy process and getting them to take responsibility for the role they play in all of this versus you know they want to come in and just have us fix them so to speak and that's not what we do at all right 
Um, and so, yeah, I just want to touch base for people that maybe don't know exactly what we're referring to, but it is extremely important to have the right communication patterns um, in place to really position the client to succeed. Yeah, because you have a lot of clients who lose hope because they're in very bad shape and they're not going to see the results as quickly as somebody who's just coming to us for maintenance Mm -hmm. or, you know, with a minor toxicity or something along those lines. But sometimes like the clients will start to lose hope because we're in this quick fix world. Yes. Seeing how the practitioner responds to that kind of gave me ideas of maybe the tone I need to change in my voice, maybe the way I need to stand and then the verbiage on top of it to try and get them to be re-motivated yeah. to make their health that priority. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. That's such a good point, too. Love it. Well, it, it's one of the biggest pieces. I mean, you really made me think, Becca, with this interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank so going you. On, oh, sorry. Going on to other things that... Um, I had written down. Yeah. I love the fact that you guys share all your handouts. You share forms. Yep. You share procedures because a lot of times we don't have all these, um, all this education in these different areas that we have to have mm-hmm. in order to be a business owner. And so seeing how, you know, you guys touch on like human resource procedures with the staff Mm-hmm. Um, procedures for client intakes. I mean, I had 500, I want to say, different client intakes before I walked into your office for my mentorship. Really? And so to just be handed, this is what we use, this is why we use it, this is the specific verbiage we use and why we use that specific verbiage. Mm-hmm. And it just made it so easy for me. Oh, I love that. I know, and especially for somebody just getting started, just the paperwork, like lining up the paperwork in your office could take you weeks to create and organize that. So to be able to just take it, you know, it's already done and ready to go. Um, You know, anything we can do to simplify, I love it. Well, and I just want to tell the listeners out there. So I started... My mentorship, middle of February 2018, I opened the doors to my business April 30th. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you guys gave me everything that I needed to, and I just had to tweak it here, tweak it there. I mean, in the matter of two months, I was ready and was opening my doors and had Mm -hmm. everything in place. On top of all the other things I was doing besides just getting all my paperwork in order and things like that. Yeah. So what I'm really curious about is what was your first month revenue when you did open? $5,500. Which is awesome. 2018, yes. I always love sharing the story with everybody that you opened your doors. Um, so you, when you opened your office, your very first week, you had a full schedule. Yeah, I think I had a couple slots open for the week. Um, I was open four days a week back then. And... I mean, I had I had some learning curves. I took on some clients that probably shouldn't have, and you know, because I was new, thought mm-hmm. I knew everything. You know, joys of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, absolutely. We always say, you know, we always we we strive to help you shorten the learning curve, but you're still going to have to go through a learning curve. We just want to oh, make yeah. it shorter to get you in a profitable place quicker. Is our goal, but there's still a process of learning there for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, yes, I did open up with a full week or 
a full schedule that first week. Um, I only have about maybe 25 to half of those clients still to this day because, like I said, I took on some bad ones. Yeah. But, I mean, I've been able, before, when I was just working out of my home, I was averaging, I would say, about $500 a month. Okay. In sales, but I was only doing this part-time. Um, and then, so to go from $500 in revenue to $5,500 in revenue basically overnight. Right. Was quite a large jump for me. Was that scary at all? Well, of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course it is. Any, I mean, we've owned businesses before, and, you know, I've been in human resource um, jobs, and, you know, I've been managers of places, and so it's always very scary when you take on all those roles. Yeah. And having, I mean, it, it was make it or break it. Yeah. Because I was taking a really scary chance that this was going to work and for the listeners out there I'm, I'm from a very isolated community of about 8,000 people we're 100 miles from the next town in every direction and we're also a very conservative community mm -hmm. so it was very scary for me to try to break into this there's been no natural health um, modalities that I knew of in this community yeah and so there weren't any resources, and so I knew I was going to have to break some mindsets and really work on education in order to make this happen. No, I'm glad you bring this up. Um, for anyone listening, I think it's important to note that you are in one of the most challenging markets that you could be in. Um, and our business started in a very, very similar market over in Torrington, right? And so... Yes. Um, I do think it's important for people to understand that, you know, even though we we can be in these tough markets, we can still succeed. Let's not use that as an excuse. But instead, like you said, you have to have your education in place. Just level up the education and help, you know, bring as much value to the community as possible. Anybody can be successful in virtually any market. I really do believe that. And so I'm glad you brought that up because you are in a in a you know a kind of a rancher's community right where everybody eats meat and potatoes yeah and there's not a lot of money there's not a ton of people natural health is like what you know and so i do think it's really good to kind of note that you are in a very very tough market and yet you still you know opened your office with a full schedule and um and we're going to talk in a little bit about you expanding your business do you want to dive into that now sure so when I first really started looking at opening my business full-time and I was sitting down and I was asking myself why what's my goals what is my actual end um, goal for this and you know I was thinking you know I want to be a practitioner and I just want to help people but then I started really just dreaming and I started saying I really want to be the natural health center I want to have numerous practitioners with different modalities and I want my you know my clients in the community to even if I'm not the right fit for them at that time but to have an option or an alternative that they could look at to do small things that they're trying to improve their health and um, so I set that as my five-year goal this was in 2018 
um, roughly around January, February-ish when I set this. This is my five-year goal. We are currently under contract for a larger building. I've brought in an, two, actually I just moved in my, my third practitioner into my current office. We don't have very much space, but we figured it out. <laughs> and so we're under contract on this building. I have myself and three other practitioners that will be working out of it. Wow. I'm very, very, very excited for this because we have so many different modalities coming into one place. I always say we're the one-stop shop for all your health needs. Yeah, love it. Oh yeah, we're very, very excited. We're hoping to be moved in sometime in April. So I hit my five-year goal in two years. Woo, that's awesome. You know what I- I say that, that your support from the country doctor and your mentorship, the practice blueprint, um, it made it very easy for these practitioners because I already had everything in place. Mm-hmm. So when they decided to open, you know, open their practice out of my office, I already knew what they needed to have. Yep. You knew how to structure them. Yes. To be successful because you had started with that structure from Practice Blueprint. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Basically, I duplicated what Dan taught me. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I also love that you bring that up because... Um, So often what happens is is practitioners are trying to do too many modalities at once because they want to bring that kind of one-stop shop to clients, but they're trying to do it kind of all on their own. And so I love that you are, you know, you're, you're... you all are working together with your team and each person has their sort of niche or area. And so, and you share clients, but you know, one other practitioner might have clients that don't come to you or, you know, however that works, you guys all still support each other and just kind of stay in your own lane, which gives you the ability to really build more momentum. And, um, and it just works so much better than one person trying to do everything. Oh, wholeheartedly. You know, I tell my clients that I see the other practitioners regularly and they always ask me questions. And I, even though I'm very familiar with their modalities, I always make them the expert and not me. Mm, Yes, yes. And so it's just been, it's been really wonderful. Um, We have a lot of mutual clients that we share amongst each other and you know, they go out and they just, they're so excited because we have all these different options. Um, we've even ta- changed the introductory class. It's those of you who have followed um, the videos where Dan was always talking about like the introductory class to kind of introduce your modality to the community. Um, these two other practitioners now come to those and we talk about all the modalities that we have. Oh, that's awesome. So you guys all do the class together. Yes. Love it. And that way, you know, maybe because my programs tend to be a little bit harder for people to accept because we expect a lot of lifestyle changes and, mm-hmm. you know, it takes work on the client's behalf. And so hearing what they do, which doesn't require as much work, I always tell the other girls they're my gateway. Yep, yep. <laughs> because, you know, they go and they start seeing the other girls and the girls understand the importance of nutrition and health but they start getting results and so they just start start telling their clients, you know, if you really look at this nutritional aspect, your healing is gonna go so much better. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, they're, they're, they're my gateway. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> so you had just mentioned classes. So I'd love to talk about classes for a moment because that is one thing that we are, um, you know, obviously is a big part of what we teach in, you know, that you have to have an educational, you know, something for the community to communicate your value to them. Um, how have classes impacted your business? Well, just to share with the readers, um, I purchased a single wide trailer in a residential area, so my parking is very limited. And so when I first opened, um, I was actually renting a room out of the library and I would teach my classes over there because then I, I didn't have to have people RSVP, they could just show up. Um, there was not a parking issue. And so I was doing that regularly. I was teaching two intro classes a month and I was teaching a nutrition 101 a month. And then we had some issues with the room and being able to access the room. And so in February of 2019, I stopped teaching classes. This is another one of those learning curves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Where I saw my income or my revenue declining. Mm. And I was trying to figure out what am I missing? And then I realized I need the continuing education. I need the introductory education and I need the continuing education mm -hmm. or else I am not going to have a good retention with my clients. Mm -hmm. So part of purchasing this new building is I will no longer have a parking issue. I have a lot of space for classes. so I'm not having to rely on another place. And I started teaching classes. I did not have a new client for about two months. Mm. And I started teaching cl or teaching classes. And after I started, after the first week of starting to teach new classes, I had three clients that next week. Wow. That's amazing. And so part of our goal with this new building is we're planning on having two to three classes a week, possibly. Wow. That's going to be because exciting. Well, we've reached out to all the natural practitioners in our community from like a physical trainer to nutritionists to all these other modalities. Mm -hmm. And I spoke with them and said, if you would like to teach classes, I will allow you to come into my business for free as long as they're free to the public mm -hmm. and teach classes. I love that you're doing this. It's a win-win for everybody. Oh, very much so. I mean, from a business perspective, when clients come into the building, because most of us don't even know that we're even here. Right. Even though we're a small community, I love your guys' saying that we're the best well-kept secret in Cheyenne. Yeah. And I'm you are in yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I've had people just come in and go, I didn't even know you were here. Yeah. So from a business perspective, if they come into my place of business, they will know I'm here. Yep. Even if they're coming to see a practitioner that I have no affiliation with. Right, because they're going to walk in and see everything that you do, and they're they're getting awareness of your business, but it's also helping that other person. And so I just love how that's a it's a win-win for everybody. It's an amazing strategy. I love it. 
Well, I'm really fortunate in our community that those that are practicing some form of natural healing, Uh none of us look at each other as competition. Good, good. We really have created a very strong support system because all of us are entrepreneurs and we all know how hard that struggle is. Yep. And we need those cheerleaders in the background Yep. that are pushing you, pushing you. And try, you know, and, and just celebrating your successes and consoling you when you have your failures. Yes. And that, that's that been a really big part of what we are trying to create. We're actually, we joke all the time that we're trying to create this revolution in this tiny little town. And you are, though. It's not, I don't see it as a joke. I think you are. I also think I just want to add, you know, kind of circling back to the fact that it is a small community um, because, you know, going back to practitioners wanting to do everything because they feel like, you know, my community is too small. We can't afford to have, you know, numerous people doing natural health. There's not enough business. When how I see it is that there's always enough business. There's always more people that need help than there are us. And so when we work together, then everybody wins because all of these modalities play, you know, have different benefits And the clients need them all. So that's why we all need to work together. If there's a Starbucks on every corner, why couldn't there be a natural health, you know, business on every corner? Well, I would like to share a story. I had a client who was actually a client of yours that transferred to me when I opened. And she came in one day and she goes, you know, April, I would really like to get into this healing business. And I said, well, that's just wonderful. And she said, but I want to do what you do, but I'm afraid of stepping on your toes. And I Mm. I looked at her and I told her, why don't we work together? Because maybe somebody will resonate with you better than they resonate with me. Mm -hmm. And we're still helping people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, why not, why don't we become a team? Even if she didn't, you know, if she decides to do this and doesn't come into my office, but we can still support each other. Yes, absolutely. Maybe I have a client struggling that I could say, look, maybe we're not a good match. Why not try this lady? Yes. The other thing is, is that when you get more than one person in a community doing the same thing, it actually helps build up that thing, right? And so if you have someone else doing something similar to you, it actually communicates to the to the community that there's a lot of value in that. Versus oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, versus like like a it's really easy to think like, "Oh, I don't want to have the competition," right? But the reality is is the competition actually elevates what you're doing. Well, and all of us get into this business. I mean, this field is so very different than other fields that mm-hmm. I've been in. All of us get into this business because our number one goal is to help people. Yes. We're not in this to become millionaires. Some people are, but, you know, like I didn't come into this thinking I was going to make a million dollars my first year. I mean, I really came into this as I think this is my purpose in life and I'm supposed to help people and what's the best way that I can do this. And so I don't see as much of the competition as I have in other fields that I've worked in. Yeah. We really have a very solid support system of practitioners in this community. Yeah. Oh, I just love that. 
Me too. <laughs> oh, it's so great. All right, I'm going to shift gears a little bit, and I want to ask you about um, cleanses. And I think, you know, most people by now know about our calendar of cleanses, but um, how have you, have you kind of had experience with cleanses and, you know, how has that impacted your business? Well, in the beginning, I wasn't really using them as much because I was trying to keep my clients' programs as small as I could. Yeah. And I didn't want to become a financial burden. And so in the beginning, I rarely did cleanses unless I felt like that was actually something we needed to implement right away. But as time has progressed, because I do have clients now that are on a maintenance stage, um, I do communicate with them the importance of the calendars of, or the calendar of cleanses. I do follow the calendar of cleanse myself. And um, I've been trying to get them to understand the importance. I'm still having to break that mindset that some of them are in, but I do have clients that just regularly follow it. We have them sitting right on the front counter. Every new client gets one. Um, I go over it a little when I'm going over their program of care, but I don't, you know, touch too much, but I do explain to them that, you know, this is an an option for them also. Yeah. And um, I have very good success with getting them to do the uh, bowel cleanse or the intestinal cleanse Mm -hmm. and the liver cleanse. I'm currently working on trying to get them to understand the importance of kidney cleanse, lymph cleanse. Yeah. Well, it's a process. Yeah, it's a process of educating them and kind of getting them on board with that. Um, I asked the question because when I was at your office visiting one time, I heard somebody who came in and said, I need to pick up another intestinal cleanse. That made me feel so good. I need to do another one because I can tell you know, I can start to feel it. And I just thought it was like, it just like warmed my heart when I heard that. Cause I was like, Oh, I just love it. <laughs> well, and I tend to recommend, um, I get a lot of wives that are forcing their husbands, trying to force their husbands. Yeah. yeah. And so sometimes I'll tell that wife, I know your husband's struggling. I really, from the way you're communicating to me, I don't believe that he's quite ready. Why don't you put him on some cleanses? Yeah, it can be a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Because everybody needs it. I've had some wives take me up on that. I've had some husbands complete a cleanse schedule. Mm. I count that as success in my book because I'm helping that person, even though I'm not actually seeing that person. I'm still helping that person, but plus I'm also gaining revenue. Yes. Yeah, one of the reasons that we are big fans of the calendar of cleanses for practitioners is that what we found is that it can really it, it can really help with the stability, right, of the foundation of the business, but also in kind of aiming in residuals for the future. Um, and by that, I mean people coming in and purchasing products um, just on an ongoing basis, right? Because once they get in the habit of doing those cleanses and they realize how much better they feel, then they want to keep doing them. So even, you know, two years from now, maybe they're only seeing you once a quarter because they're in maintenance or once a month, whatever, you know, wherever they're at, but they're still on a regular basis popping into your office even when they don't have an appointment and purchasing cleanses. So it can just really help. Um, support that strong foundation oh very much so I I can't agree with you more I've so I have a lot of clients now who I'm at about 75 regular clients at this point awesome 
Yeah, it may not seem like a lot, but, and since they're so spaced out, my schedule has more free time than mm -hmm. it did in the beginning because I do have clients at eight weeks, 12 weeks, six weeks. And so I will still, I'll even share last week was probably one of the slowest weeks I had client wise. And I still generated $1,500 in revenue. That was one of your snow days, right? Oh Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And so it's, you know, that was, it's very helpful for me because they're still coming in, they're still purchasing cleanses or they're still purchasing their products. And so that yeah. residual income, I give away probably more visits than I should. Well, right? yeah, because you're a giver. <laughs> I know. But, you know, I mean, I do give away a lot of free visits. So that's not where I'm making my income from. I'm making it from my supplement sales. Right, right. But you're also positioning yourself in the community to be a professional and not just a supplement sales store. So I love that as well. Not that there's anything wrong with the supplement store, you know, but I think it's important as from a branding, you know, we've been talking about this the last few weeks from a branding point of like how the community receives you is this, you know, natural health professional, but then yes, they're just like popping in and buying products, which is what you want, right? Yes, I mean, there's very few products I will sell to a walk-in. So what, there's very, very few products that I will sell to somebody who just walks into my door. It's right. made it very clear that these products, we need to have a consultation tied to these products. So that way we're not hurting you. Yes, or in, and you're not selling something they don't need. Yeah, which we all know, like from all of us that do nutritional kinesiology, you could add one product too much to that program and you could completely shut their system down. Yep. And not get any results. Yeah. So there's very few products that I actually sell. I don't have like a retail space. Everything's behind the counter. Yeah. And when I do get that walk in, usually my secretary will come and grab me and I'm up front and I'm talking to them and saying, I think you need to come to my intro class. Mm, yes. Love it. Um, okay, so what about, and I don't know that you could answer this, but I'm just curious on what, you know, if you had to guess, how much do you think the mentorship saved you? Um, we always talk about like how it shortens the learning curve. And so the idea there is that, you know, I love learning through trial and error, but as a new business owner, learning through trial and error is tough financially if you don't turn a profit for two or three years, right? And so that's kind of always our goal with the mentorship program is to shorten that learning curve. And it's really more about what it saves you in having to learn all of those lessons the hard way and trying to figure this out on your own through trial and error. So if you had to guess, how much do you think that it saved you? I don't think I could put a number on that, Becca. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's kind of um, tough too. What but... I could probably tell you is the increase in my revenue my first year was probably between sixty and $70,000. From what you were doing prior to that? From what I was doing prior for yeah. my first year open. That's awesome. So it saved me probably $60,000. <laughs> it like, sounds I, like it's a steal. Put, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to put a number on what it saved me because I had done the mentorship prior to opening. Right, right. And so I didn't go through those struggles that these other practitioners are going through mm -hmm. because they're not getting the right help setting up. Right. So it's very hard to put a number on that. 
Were there, um, you know, I know I asked in the beginning, like benefits of the mentorship. Was there anything else you wanted to mention before we kind of wrap up? Well, I have a couple notes here, but that kind of goes with your next question when we were going to do our wrap up. Which is, so, yeah, what advice would you give to to any struggling practitioners? Number one, attend this mentorship program. The value that you receive is much more than anywhere else you're going to find. I don't know how many, possibly thousands of dollars I invested when I was in my schooling on business workshops, classes, DVDs, and still was not ready to open up. So, I mean, attending this this mentorship and especially getting a package where you are following Dan, you know, not just getting the practice blueprint book, but actually going and following Dan and following Cora and following Tammy and following Craig and following you, Becca. Oh, thank you. <laughs> number one, it is so worth the value. I, I, you guys can go back and look at videos of interviews I've done before. I felt like I was ripping you guys off. I know you say that all the time, but I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, the other thing I have is make sure that you are reviewing all the free education you guys get. Yes. We give because... so much out. I think sometimes it gets taken for granted. Well, and I sometimes just go back and rewatch videos if I have time because sometimes I only pulled one piece from it. Yeah. But because the mentorship's only a week long. Yeah. And your retention is not 100%. You know, going back and reviewing some of that, I have picked up things that I missed prior. Yeah. And then my biggest takeaway for anybody who is struggling as a practitioner is self-care. Oh, thank you so much for bringing that up because healers are amazing because they're such they're so giving, right? But they they do have a tendency to kind of put everybody else's needs before their own. And so I'm oh, thank you for bringing that up. So yeah, funny. I mean, I I'll share with you at the end of last year because I seek other experts in the community. Not only do I follow a program down and Craig and Tammy are all my practitioners also, which by the way, I do want to throw this out there. I strive for 95% compliancy. So that way I don't feel bad asking for 80% for my clients. Oh, that's a good one too. Yes. You have yes. to practice what we teach. Exactly. And so, but I also <laughs> seek out other experts that can help me take care of myself. Yes. Um, I require the practitioners in my building to be on a program. I make it very, I don't charge them, you know, for their visits. Mm -hmm. They get a huge discount on supplements because if we're not taking care of ourselves, how are we going to take care of our clients? And so I seek out all these other experts in all these other fields. Yes. And I follow their programs too. And I shoot for 95% success. <laughs> Yeah, compliance, you mean, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. but at the end of last year, um, I do see a psychologist, and I was running on pretty bad burnout. Yeah. 
because even though I was doing all these other things, I was not taking time out of my life to recharge, which we all know as entrepreneurs, it's very hard to do. Yes. Because our to-do lists never get shorter. They always get longer. Yes. And so that's actually my new focus coming into 2020 is taking that time off to recharge. Yes. I mean, we're leaving for Jamaica tomorrow. <laughs> no cell phone service. Very bad internet. Completely I'm disconnect. Excited. Yep. Absolutely. But I need, you know, and that's one of the things that I've seen even with the practitioners in my office is we start to get burnt out yes. because we invest so much of our energy into what we do. And we're so passionate about it that there's an, an excess of energy. Yes. And so self-care and rely on those other people in your community to help you take care of yourself. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so true. What a great way to wrap it up. Thank you so much, April. Anything else you want to share? No, I think I pretty much shared. You guys know my whole life story now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you sharing it and I appreciate that you shared um, everything. You know, I think it's really easy for us to share our wins and our successes and the things that we're really proud of. But the the hard times and the struggles are where we really learn the most. And I don't think we talk enough about that. And so I really appreciate that you were willing to just be completely open and honest um, and share even, you know, like about the lesson with the classes, the lesson you learned with self-care, because we're always, right, learning and growing and evolving. And um, But I just appreciate you being willing to share that with everybody. Well, and I appreciate you and Dan and everybody at the Country Doctor Nutritional Center that are willing to share with us. You have created a support system within that also. I mean, I don't know how many of the practitioners that I met through you guys where I'm now following them online and I'm seeing their successes and I'm excited for them. And, you know, we share information None of us hold back. We share anything that we have. And I really appreciate that you guys have created this community because I'm involved in numerous communities for people in the naturopathic field, but I've never had a community as strong as what you guys offered me. Oh, well, thank you. I so appreciate that. We appreciate you. you. You guys are doing wonderful things. Um, you know, it, it, I, I can't rave as, as much, uh, or I can't rave much any more than what I already do about <laughs> what you guys are doing. And you know, if any of you practitioners ever want, like, want to speak with me, Becca has permission to give out my number. Yes, yes, I will and, happily share it, and they're welcome to call you and ask about your experience. Yes, because I've talked to numerous practitioners that you guys have had call me because they weren't sure. They've invested too much money in other other things, other business classes, and you know, and they weren't sure. And so, and we actually, I mean, I bonded with almost everybody who's called me. Yes, yeah, and I love that. And then you just the relationships just keep building too. Oh yeah, my support system is huge. Yeah. It is huge. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much, April. I greatly appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to share um, this with us. And we are going to continue to follow you and your, you know, kind of move and expansion into the new building. So um, we'll have to do this again. Oh, yeah.
Definitely. You know, I'm always up to talk about what I do. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. And thank um, you, Becca. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's countrydoctorwholesale.com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So again, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast.